A study finds disparities in how ear infections are treated in children of different races. Up next on The Scope. Examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs. The Science and Research Show is on The Scope. I'm talking with Dr. Adam Hirsch, Assistant Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Utah. He's led a research study published in the journal Pediatrics with some thought-provoking statistics that give clues as to why antibiotics are overprescribed for the treatment of ear infections in children. Dr. Hirsch, what were the main results of your study? There are two main results here. First, we found that there was a difference in the rate at which ear infections were diagnosed for children between black children and non-black children. We found that non-black children were more likely to be diagnosed with ear infections when they were seen in the doctor's office for respiratory symptoms. Second, we found that once once the diagnosis of an ear infection was made, we found differences in the types of antibiotics that were chosen by doctors between black children and non-black children. And more specifically, what we found is that non-black children were more likely to get broad-spectrum antibiotics, antibiotics that are actually not indicated in most circumstances for this specific infection. First of all, maybe we should define what what does non-black children mean? For the purposes of of this study, we did use two different groups, black and non-black, and this was largely to be consistent with previous research in this area that had used similar groups. 95% of the group of children that are categorized as non-black are Caucasian. And and what kind of differences are we talking about? These differences are are pretty big. They're in the, you know, in terms of the rate of diagnosis of an ear infection, it appears that black children are about 30% less likely to be diagnosed with an ear infection than non-black children. In terms of the antibiotics that are chosen, Black children are about 20 to 30% less likely to get a broad-spectrum antibiotic than non-black children. So these differences are of pretty significant magnitude. These differences aren't because of access to care, you think? That's an important question to think about, but we found that the rate at which black children and non-black children are seen nationwide for respiratory tract infections, and in fact for care in general, is actually the same. But an interesting point is that black children are actually receiving the preferred treatment. Can you explain that? At least in terms of the antibiotics that are chosen for black children as, a, as compared to non-black children, that's absolutely correct. Black children are more frequently and more likely receiving the preferred first-line recommended antibiotics. And again, that's important not just because of the concerns about killing off more of the good bacteria and leading to... Um, leading to antibiotic resistance, but also because some of these broader spectrum antibiotics actually are more likely to cause harm to the child. For instance, some of the broad spectrum antibiotics that are more frequently prescribed for non-black children are those that are, that are most frequently linked to uh, certain types of antibiotic-associated diarrhea, something called Clostridium difficile. How was this study done? So this study was done using a database um, that's collected and maintained by the Centers for Disease Control. It's a nationally representative database of outpatient healthcare encounters that's conducted annually. What we understand, what we know from these databases is that somewhere between 30 and 40% of all diagnoses for children at the doctor's office are related to respiratory tract infections. Wow. We know from these databases, from this from, from this work that about 
one in five times that a child is seen in a doctor's office, they'll leave with an antibiotic prescription in hand. Mm. And ear infection is the single most frequent diagnosis that leads to an antibiotic prescription. This wasn't exactly addressed by your study, but can you help us understand some of the reasons that might lead to differences in care? We know that in many cases, physicians perceive that patients want an antibiotic. And that perception is one of the strongest drivers of an antibiotic prescription, particularly in circumstances where it's kind of a gray area, when it's not clear cut. So if the, if the physician perceives that this parent wants an antibiotic for their child and they're not going to be satisfied any other way, there's a much greater likelihood that they'll prescribe an antibiotic than if they didn't have that same perception. But I think you can look at it the other way as well, that there's a, there could be an under-diagnosis or an under-treatment of, of black children. Yeah, that's a, that's a really important point. And, and there really are two potential ways to interpret this. Over-treatment, over-diagnosis and over-treatment, or under-diagnosis and under-treatment. And historically, in a lot of other areas of medicine, um, there have been well-identified healthcare disparities where um, patients of black race... Um, get less care, and in some cases, um, lower quality care. Um, that may not be what's going on here. It seems like understanding those causes will be important for addressing this problem. That's absolutely right. I think that why this is occurring is, um, you know, is a much more complicated research question. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what's the take-home message from all of this? I think there's really two take-home messages. The first is that all of us, patients, parents, physicians, anyone that works in the healthcare environment, um, we need to remind ourselves that we do bring stereotypes and biases into the exam rooms with us. And we need to, we need to, we need to think about how these biases may ultimately influence the care that children receive. Second, this study really reinforces and reemphasizes a critical point about the diagnosis and treatment of upper respiratory tract infections. And that's that physicians need to use really stringent criteria to diagnose respiratory tract infections that justify antibiotics and only prescribe antibiotics when those stringent clinical criteria are met. I think a message for parents is, is that they should, they should ask their doctor when, when the diagnosis is being made for instance, of an ear infection, they should ask their doctor how certain the doctor is about the diagnosis. And if there's some uncertainty, they should ask whether or not it's possible that um, maybe watching and waiting would be a reasonable approach rather than taking the antibiotic um, when, there's, when there still remains some uncertainty about what the diagnosis is. And I think that's a really key thing for parents to understand that the vast majority of upper respiratory tract infections that kids have um, are caused by viruses and aren't helped at all by antibiotics. Interesting, informative, and all in the name of better health. This is the Scope Health Sciences Radio.